Hey yo! Welcome to the Arts Block Podcast for artists, for artists, by artists, by artists. We can talk about anything that we want. Give it up from Eric Cray, the third, third, third gentleman. Hey yo! Welcome back to another episode of the Arts Block Podcast. I am your host. Eric Curry the third, and today I have Morgan on the podcast. Uh, why so? Don't don't do me like. All right, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. And today I have I have a I have a good friend of mine. Um, y'all know her. Y'all may love her. Y'all may not. I have Morgan Lido on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. What's up? Nothing much. I just got out of dance. You made me start this podcast two hours late. I'm saying this on the podcast. I had to work on my art. I had to work on my art. Just how this podcast is called Arts Vlog, I had to work on my art for it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. For three, four hours. So. Don't, don't do that. That I was preparing, talking about my art. Okay, bro. To come to an Arts Vlog podcast. All right, cool. If y'all do not know Morgan, she is, um... She's a very interesting person. Tell the people about yourself before we really start getting into this. Um, I'm Morgan. <laughs> I'm really just a spiritual being moving throughout the universe, moving throughout life. Like, tell them what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a business owner. I'm a spiritual being, just trying out things and learning new things every day. And I'm a student. I'm a dance department student at Duke Ellington, of course. Dang, bro, that was boring. What you meant to say was that she's a dancer, she's a business owner, big business. Go ahead, give them give the name of your business. My business is butterbaby.me. Butterbaby, big business, let's go. Big entrepreneur, what else? What else you want? What else you want? I got dancer, entrepreneur, what else? I'm a spiritual being. <laughs> And big human being. Yes, sir. You mentioned spirituality. You mentioned you're just a spiritual being moving along throughout the universe. What, what's this, what does that mean? So it just means that spirituality isn't really a form of religion. It's just learning a bunch of new things about having the right state of mind and peace of mind, really and how everything is connected. We are all connected, really. And that's what I found lovely about it. Like, that's what really got me into it because we're all connected. Like, we're all connected and that's what really got me into it. And what got me into it was, I had a really hectic last year. Um, my mental was really all over the place and my self-confidence was really down and I was trying to find things in other people and that and during quarantine that's what really made me want to get into it because I was like they were like if you you do these affirmations for 30 days you'll have better self-confidence and I was like and my mom she's always been She's a yoga teacher and she's always like tried to get me into it, but I was like, I was too busy in my own head. So it really took me to just do it for myself. Like you can't make anyone do something 
So that's, it really took me to just come to one, come to realization with myself that I needed this. So, yeah. What's the difference between you like Morgan then and Morgan now? Uh, Morgan then was, she was something. She, she was, was wild. She was, I knew Morgan then I mean, was wilding. I mean, I'm still wild, but like. No, nah, you was going crazy back then. You more toned down now. I was, and it wasn't, and like no one even noticed that I was like going a little insane. Um, because people just thought that's how I was. And I knew that that's not how I was. And I was just like, but since people like this, I'm going to keep on doing it. I wasn't doing what was best for me. But the difference between me then and me now is I have a lot more realizations and I have a deeper connection with my guides and the universe and a deeper connection with my intuition. Because I feel like if I had my intuition and I had all of that, all the things that I have now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been like that, which is really good for me. Mm -hmm. And how I've grown into being self-confident and being and having confidence from within, it's really helped me not rely on certain parts of other people. So that's the difference from then and now. Um, do you believe that people like um, like your friends and your circle, do you believe that they helped you along this spiritual journey in any way? Um, when I first started, I, was, I didn't have the same group of friends. Like, I had friends, but we weren't as close. We were, we were just, my spirit, when I first started, I was pretty just, alone i would i just downloaded tiktok this just came over my tiktok i was getting into it on youtube and i was really just alone i didn't really have a lot of friends but my friends like right now they do um keep me on the path to stay on to stay on this path like morgan like remember what you said to me or like remember when you said this remember we made this realization so that's how they keep me on it now but back then they weren't really there I wasn't really disconnected a little bit, so. What are some distractions that you had to overcome while like trying to finding your way through your spiritual journey? What are like some things Um, that was like, oh man, this shit's hard. Distractions that I had to overcome were self-doubt. Self-doubt was a really big one that I had to overcome and understanding Self-doubt was something that I really had to overcome. And when quarantine started, I noticed like, dang, like it's really, it's really lonely. (laughs) It's really lonely. Like, um, I'm not going around people every day. And, but I thank quarantine for it because I really had to find my own frequency, find my own vibration, find my own vibrational level. And I had to figure that out for myself so that I could maintain it. So that I created it and I, I maintained it. So that was a big thing. And also like changing up what you say. Cause in almost, in almost every religion, every religion, there's a, there's a verse in almost every religion that there's power in the tongue, there's power in what you say. And once I realized like how much power there is in like my mind and what I say, because once you 
what you think something when you're like, I'm hungry. And then your body starts to believe it. Mm -hmm. So once I realized the amount of power that I had just to change myself and to change my inner um, and my tongue, I really started really getting into it, honestly. Do you believe that more people should start getting into spirituality? Ooh, Lord, I almost couldn't get that up. <laughs> Do you believe more people should start getting into it and start getting into themselves and who they are? I feel like it's really important, but I feel like it's really important to get into yourself and who you are and get into your higher self, who you are on a higher level. And also, spirituality has its ups and downs. Like, it's not like flowers and rainbows all the time like levitating all the time it's it's really lonely at first um because you you feel really lost you don't know what to do you don't know where to start so and there's no real guidebook on it so you have to do what's best for you that's what i would say and if you and some people can't really get into it some people have really they feel stupid when they're like I am beautiful. And then they're like, no, I'm not. no, mm -mm, no, <laughs> I take it back. I take, I don't like, they're like, I don't even believe that myself. But like, the more that you say it, the more you'll believe it. It kind of is like when we're kids, the more that a person says, you're so shy, you're so quiet, the more like we're just, we fit into that box of just us being shy, quiet, and things like that. It's a limiting, it's a limiting belief that we adapt to. And so some people can't really get into it. Some people can't really get into just meditating in a quiet space. And the main misconception about meditation is like, your mind is supposed to be free of thoughts. No, never that. Your mind is never gonna be free of thoughts because it's your mind. So like, I feel like a bunch of people have misconceptions about it and think that they can't do it. But I would suggest for everyone to be one with themselves. But I feel like, some certain things are holding them back, like misconceptions of meditation and misconception of um, affirmations and things of that nature. I remember when you like were was first telling me about it, and when you did my reading, and I thought, and oh my like, god, I did an oracle reading on you, and you were like, "Why are you reading me? This is not." It was, it was so spot on, though. That it was yeah. kind of it was kind of weird. It was kind of it was really scary. Like, it was really scary. Just imagine being checked by, by your guys above. They're checking you every day. They're checking me every day. And I'm just like, y'all didn't have to say that. What are your, what, didn't have to say explain that. Explain the guides. Like, explain them for the, the people are, who don't know. I mean, they're from the beginning. Just, and it's in every religion. In Christianity, it's your angels, your guardian angels. I call it my spirit guides. That's what I call it in Christianity. It's your guardian, guardian angels. And these people, these spirits and these angels have been with you every step of the way. And some people just don't notice them. But they are, they're here to guide you. They're here to make sure that you're on the right path. That's why when you're, I'm doing like a tarot um, reading or an oracle reading, I call it like, guys, this is the question that I have. Please let this that let this deck be the best to answer my question and they're fun to talk to so <laughs> they're a lot of fun to talk to um i get mad at them a lot because they check me every day it's not fun yes they should though no 
Yeah, they're they're making you better. They're making you a better person. They as they should take yeah. you because you be dead Eric wrong. Was like, what the heck? No, no, because like, like I don't know. It's just weird. Like every when you, friend was like that when I started doing it on them. When you first told me about it, I thought you were thought you was weird. But now um, that now that you you've kind of <laughs> gotten me. Wait, wait, because I didn't know you thought I was weird. I didn't wait, think wait. I didn't wait. I didn't think you were. I didn't think you was weird. But I just thought like what you were doing was like when you was talking like about witchcraft and stuff. I was like, what the f-? I was like what the fuck? Yeah. You know, she's she's losing it. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, I was like, we're losing her. She's going this way, that way. Like we're losing her. But like, the more like you started telling me about it, and the more you started like sending me those TikToks, and the more you started getting me into it, I was like, okay, this is this is something I can I can. Yeah, you were like, you want me to say out loud, my podcast is gonna be great. (laughs) Say it out loud in the mirror every day. You want to say this out loud in the mirror every day? It'll really help you. And he was just like, okay. <laughs> I didn't believe it. Got it. I didn't believe it. I'm like, I'm so serious, guys. But I can't push anyone to do anything mm-hmm. that they don't want to do. Yeah. You know, um, messages for different people come at different times. Mm-hmm. And I had to understand, like, I had to understand that when I was, when I started getting like friends, well, I sound so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> but I started to get friends. So but when I started like talking to my friends a lot more, like I noticed like I can't force them to like get into energy. Like y'all need to meditate. Y'all need to sit down and meditate. I can't force them to do this. It is when it's their time and where that, when that message comes through to them, then it'll come through and they'll be enlightened. Mm-hmm. So that was one of my main that I had to realize like I can't force anyone to do this if they think I'm crazy they think I'm crazy <laughs> but yeah yeah well I want to I and I know like from speaking to you that you're also really into you're one of the few people that I know that are really into equal rights for everybody like you're one of very few people that I know that are like really okay like women need this Okay, but also the LGBTQ community needs this. Okay, but black people also. Yeah, you can ask my parents. Like I'm literally like some some of my parents they won't bring it up because we're like Morgan will go on me. Morgan will go on me so hard and she will go on me fast. Like yeah. But that's good. That's what people. That's what we need though. We (laughs) need more people like you like that. That's scary saying that. That's scary saying that we need more people like you. We need more people like me. Everyone needs to be. Like please, like, don't, please, like, don't, please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Ah, yeah, exactly. Like me. In in my image. Right? <laughs> I don't even need your response. Right. I know. Oh, why did I say that? Uh, I'm so glad that you said that, Eric, because that's what I was thinking. That's what I've been thinking for years. I didn't mean everybody needs no. to. I meant everybody needs to be like you in that aspect of everything. Everybody should be equal. No, because you're right. Not everyone. I have a lot of things that I have to work on too. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, what, but what really got you into that? Especially like you um, being a feminist and standing by the feminist movement. What got you into that? 
gotten into that is when I stopped, when the ha activism started in the summer, when activism got a lot more um, into the media and things like that, I started looking at different branches. Because of course, like, I'm a black woman, I'm a black woman. Um, some of my friends are LGBTQA+, and a lot of my, a lot of my friends are women. So I wanted, and when I let um, my own cloud of judgment go, like, cause people live so differently. Not everyone is in a little suburban box. Like not everyone has privilege. And uh -huh, before you, before you keep, before you keep no, going, let's not even, wait, 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 no, wait, wait no. before I, before you keep going, do you want to shout out the dirty dog, the dirty dog before you, before you keep going? Do you want to shout out, that? you want to shout out Wardle before you, before you keep going? You want to shout out where you from? Your, your side of town. Do you want I man. Do you want to shout him out? Like, y'all got like a different, like, y'all got a sign or like something y'all say? We have no sign. Wardorf? Y'all, like, that's like, that's something y'all say across the street no. to each other? No one says that. We are not New York. Oh, We're no. not New York. No one says that. We no. just. Oh, my bad. Okay. That's really far. <laughs> like, that's the main response. You're from Wardorf? Oh, that's my bad. Wow. That's my fault. That's really far. That's really far away. But keep going, though. Keep going. Not everybody's perfect. I, I started like branching off into different forms of activism mm -hmm. and learning about different, different ways that everyone is affected. And that's what made me get into feminism. Definitely, because like the patriarchy, the patriarchy, and then how the patriarchy comes up in like everything. The patriarchy comes up in almost everything. And it's, it's crazy, but the more that you become educated, the more that you notice it. And that's what really made, like, I'll watch old shows and I'll be like, oh, wow, that was very unfeminist of you. That was really anti-Black of you. That's, that's wrong. <laughs> but, like, my mom, my mom has my, this show was made in the 90s. Yeah, like, so, not, so I have to remind myself, in, back then, people weren't looking at a 2020 lens. Like, mm -mm. 2020 lens. People had, like, I'm not saying people were a lot more free. I don't know if people knew it was wrong, but people weren't really speaking out about it as we do in 2020. Um, so I can't really always look at something from far back and be like, that is so anti-feminist, that is so anti-black, because that's how they were living. I can't yeah. even grasp that, for real, but yeah. And this is, like you said, like the time today is so different than what it yeah. was back then. Like, very I mean, tight when it's, I look like at like Deaf Comedy Jam like back in the day, I'd be like, who would have gotten canceled on Twitter for that? Could <laughs> not say any of this. Like exactly. Like you see an actor say something or like you see a singer say something and you're just like, how did they not get canceled yet? Uh, <laughs> that's weird. How does Twitter not find this? How is Twitter not found this yet? Um, they usually uncover everything, but yeah, that's like a big thing. Like, Do you believe that is a um, that's like a key part of who you are, like you being a feminist? Like, that's something you will want people to know about you? Like, that's a key part. Um, I would want people to know that about me so they can watch them now. Mm. <laughs> I 
I want people to know that about me so they can wash their mouth because it's too many, like, it's so much, like, if you like pink, what's wrong with you? If you like blue, you're such a, like, it's so many boxes that as women we have to check and I don't want people to know that about me, but I feel like feminism gets mistaken for capitalism just because Feminism is about equalizing things. Capitalism is about having a rank. Capitalism is about having a rank. And when people talk about feminism, people talk, people think about, oh, so now women are gonna be higher than men? No, we wanna be equal. Cause y'all have always been higher than us. So we wanna be equal now. And what really like triggers me, ooh, trigger warning, trigger warning guys. I'm not putting a thing that says trigger warning in here. I know <laughs> what you're thinking, I'm not. Trip warning um, is when I say, like, yeah, I'm a feminist. I believe in, like, equal rights. And guys say, oh, so if I hit a girl, it'll be equal. Is that the first thing that you're my Violence? Violence is the first. Not equal pay. Not, not equal pay. Violence. Not equal law. Not equal justice, but violence. Okay. Oh, wow. It, it just baffles me. I'm just like, okay. That's where the mind goes first. And this is exactly why we should be equal. <laughs> exactly. Because maybe it would get through a little bit better if I was a man. I don't, I don't think so, though. Men are dumb. I don't think so. And it's coming from a man. At least you realize it. At least you realize it. <laughs> At least you realize it. <laughs> and men are really competitive. We are really, we are really competitive. So when we feel like somebody else is trying to take our spot, we get really defensive and really competitive. That's like a competition. Like, that's the difference. Like, it's okay. <laughs> Please edit that out. <laughs> I'm keeping, I'm keeping that in. Why do you look like that? Anyways. Uh, but men do have, and that's what I was saying, like, because we've been conditionalized, conditionalized to capitalism, we automatically think someone's trying to get up on us or someone is trying to get, no, we're just trying to equalize the system. That's all we're trying to do. Um, but I also, feel that, I also feel that it is a little bit of fear because some people do know, like, if these people get equal, this people this person is gonna what up me because they've been trained to do like because when you've been always ranked below as a black person as a woman as a woman as a lgbtqa plus member when you always rank below you always have to step up your game um up even more that that's an art that's an as a black dancer like i have to work harder than my counterparts because it's that's how the system is so I feel like it's also fearful when we were like we want to become equal because this person has always already worked and already done everything to get a, a little bit up a little bit higher yeah. so I think it's a little bit of fear too yeah and you I want to all right so you already know what time it is I'm going to ask you this question you already know what question I'm going to ask you why your face do that? I don't know what you're gonna ask. You don't? 
I, I watched the podcast. Are you going to ask me what my favorite artists are? No, it's not that time. What do I ask people before that? How my day is going. Morgan. I don't know. Just say it. I don't even know. Do you or do you not go to Duke Ellington School at, of the Arts? I'm a student at Duke Ellington School of the Arts. What is your department? A lot of shit be going on in the dance department. Let's speak on it. Let's talk about it. What are some What are some things that you like and do not like about the dance department? Specifically, the dance department. Then we Then we're going to move on to the to the school as a whole. <laughs> I don't want to get kicked out of my department. Um, you ask these questions. Like it's free. No, people are gonna watch it. No. Um I love the I love the competitiveness. I it keeps me on my toes. It definitely keeps me on my toes. Um it can be very hectic at times. It can be very hectic at times. That's the best way I can put it. It can be very hectic at times, but and I feel like one of the da- the dance department is is one of the departments that's very pushed off of we're a family mm-hmm. and guys we're a family, and I just don't really believe it. Mm-hmm. I don't because we all come from different strands. We aren't guys. We aren't, and that's just the truth. You just don't feel the feel the connection. No, I don't. Yeah. Maybe some, some people do. Some people definitely do, and I see it, and I love that. I know. No, I hate you. I, hate I you. love that for you. Not for me. I hate you so much. I love that. I love that for you. That's just, it's just, it's just not for me. Has it happened to me yet? Maybe it will. I have two more years. Do you want it to happen to you though? Do you want it to be like High School Musical? We're all in this together. Do you want it to be like that or no? Or are you like, nah, I'm good. I would be cool if it was just. I'm learning. I'm learning to adapt to the love that's given to me Mm -hmm. and really take it in instead of being like superstitious of me. Like, why y'all? This is weird. This is really so. I'm learning to do that. So I probably will be like, okay. I can get with this around though, but be like, okay. (laughs) this is cool cool. okay all right well let's let's talk about the school as a whole let's talk about the school as a whole what is your honest opinions on duke ellington school of the arts now before you start you are not a good liar so if you start lying i'm gonna call you out on it but um yeah just just go ahead um, I love Duke. I do. I truly do love Duke. All right, so and we're lying already. That's cool. No, we we've never even talked about Duke, so don't don't do that. Duke is not our main topic of discussion usually, so it's not like you know my insider on Duke. I do. I love Duke. I love the staff, and I love what they're doing for kids our age in, in the DMV. Definitely, I love that because. When I first got to Duke, I was really like starstruck. Like I was like, oh my gosh. Like did everyone have that moment or was it just me? 
I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm here. This is so amazing. I was on La La Land for like a good week. For a good two weeks, I was on La La Land. I was just like, oh my gosh. Damn, dude, what happened? This is so good. This is so amazing. And it, it still is amazing. Like, I still feel that some, there are moments where I feel that. Like, it has to be a really happy moment for me to feel that. But until it turned into just school and repetitiveness, I got a little, and then because everyone's with everyone for such a long period of time, the environment just gets really, oh, overused word alert, toxic. It gets really toxic. Yo. Ew, it gets toxic. The energy just becomes so low because like everyone's so tired. And every I feel like the energy gets so low and because everyone gets so tired. So in order for everyone to kind of brighten back up their energy, they just need something to happen. Like they need some drama to happen, something to happen in order to like heighten up that energy. So that's what I feel about these schools. Um, I don't like how a lot of things are swept under the rug. That is my biggest thing. A lot of things that happen, uh, we don't really talk about them. We're just like, we can keep this on the love. We, we can keep this on the love. Nobody got to know. <laughs> and we're just like, so are we ever going to talk about this? And people are just like, you know, it just, we're going to get an email. And that's going to be it. We're going to get a paragraph email. And Literally, though. Okay. At the bottom, it's going to say, from our principal, and everything's going to be better. No, everyone's going to be so much better. It is a fix. And I just don't like that. I'm just like, what, what happened to the original plot of the story? <laughs> what is going on? This isn't, this isn't how you're supposed to. Okay. Okay, girl. I'm just like, okay, this, that's cool. This school, it's amazing. It gives amazing opportunities. It does. It, and it gives amazing readiness. Mm-hmm. Really good readiness. And um, especially for like the path that I want to be on, I want to go to, I want to do my art in college. Mm-hmm. I want to go to a college that has arts also. Mm-hmm. And because dance is not, Dance is an art, but it's crazy because dance is an art that requires expression, but like mini expression, because everything is choreographed for you. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what really like dance is an art, but like it's not super expressional. Like, so in certain parts of you, it has to be like your head, your arms, your body language mm-hmm. definitely has to be. Um, Express, express, expressed, mm-hmm. but the, you, you, you were struggling. So just... But the movement that you do is very, it's choreographed. Mm-hmm. So you have to find your own form of expression. It's not like every other art where you could just go out and write what you want, mm-hmm. act how you want. It's very form. It's it's a format for it. So. That's what likes a little bit in the dance. Well, Morgan. <clears throat> Damn. Well, Morgan, thank you for coming on the podcast. <laughs> thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, this has been a good episode. Before you get out of here, because I know that you are really busy. Um, 
I have this segment. It's called Dead or Alive. You can pick any artist you want, dead or alive, to work with in a dance world and in, in anything. Who would it be? Or who would they be? You can, okay. You can so number one, Arthur Mitchell. Arthur Mitchell, he's a dancer. He's so yes, I'm right. Arthur Mitchell. So good. Such a good answer. I would want to work with my teacher. I want to work with my he's not dead. He's alive. Mm-hmm. I would love, but like when he was in his dancing, his career. Mm-hmm. I want to work with Adrian James. So good. Um Michelle V. Prince. I want to work with her. Are you looking at your notes? No. Keep going. No, I'm not. Keep going. And this is... And I know she's a singer. And I know one of these people is going to be a writer. And one of these people is going to be a singer. But I would love to work with Alice Walker. Mm-hmm. It's a Ray. And I want to work with SZA. But I want to dance to her music. I want to dance to her. Oh, I, I didn't think he was going to say SZA. In a live performance. Or I want to dance to Amy Winehouse. I knew he was going to say Amy Winehouse. I want to dance to Amy Winehouse so bad. Y'all don't even... Eric knows my obsession with Miss Amy Winehouse. May she rest in peace. You don't know how much I love Amy Winehouse, guys. I love her so much. You do. You it's do. So, or Lana Del Rey. Uh, I was waiting for you to say it. That's why I took that pause. Lana Del Rey, too? Ooh, that would be... Monumental. I was waiting for you to say it. That's why I took that pause. I was just like you. Like, yeah, I was just just gonna let you let you get all the artists that you have a replay every day. Who else? Just let you get everything out. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This means so much to me, even though you got me starting late. But um, is there anything that you want to promote? Anything that you want to push before we get out of here? Um, make sure to follow my business page, butterbaby.me. I'm having, I'm going to be releasing something in a a week or so. Speak up. We can't hear you. I'm going to be releasing something in a week or so. So make sure to go follow that. Follow my social underscore dot Morgan Camille. And yeah, that's it for me. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome. All right, this has been another installment of the Arts Block Podcast. You can follow me at Eric Curry III. You can follow the podcast at the Arts Block Podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, turn on post notifications so you can be notified every time we post. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give the podcast a five-star in the comment. If you're listening anywhere else, shout out to you. Remember that artists never die, and I'll see y'all next week.